Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. And it is time for the Outer Limits. It is time for the Outer Limits. We have with us the man of the hour who needs no introduction at this point. is the one and only Jet Blake, who is a bona fide. His bona fides reads like the who's who of the scientific community. He is the man, the myth, the legend himself. He's going to take us very deep into the... I don't even know how you want to describe it, the, the the ether itself, and break it down from there. And so with that being said, CJ, Jet, what's going on, guys? How are you? Doing real good. Fantastic. Jet, last time you were on, we covered a lot of ground. And, uh, the, and this time, I don't know where you want to take us, but there is so much going on, my friend. Yes, I, uh, I, th- I was thinking... We, we texted each other over the weekend. I thought, boy, what a way to start uh, a week after a four-day weekend with the Outer Limits show. <laughs> <laughs> poor audience. I talk about uh, the information I'm going to cover hitting everyone with kind of like a bucket of cold ice, ice yeah. water. Yeah. Uh, as far as waking people up, uh, sobering people up as far as uh, I would say how complex – reality is especially behind the scenes that pretty much 100 percent of us aren't aware of yeah um and i had uh on your discord group i had a real good conversation yesterday for almost an hour and a half uh and i talked about the complexities the difficulty it is to try to reach people and explain just how complicated uh, realities, uh, the true reality really is. And then I think what's going on as far as attempts to hijack mankind, at least our conscious experience that's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. So how do you broach that subject in 60 minute increments? Or if you have longer, uh, present the material in such a manner that it can have an impact on people's thinking, start get them to process the information without immediately dismissing it because it's too much of an outer limit type of, and I, I can't find for the life of me, I can't find if there is a, a sweet spot or a, a way to do that. I think I fumble and bumble. I do the best I can when I'm on your shows and I do the podcasts. But, you know, growing up as, as a kid, I didn't know I was going to play this role later in life as an adult. So I, and there isn't really any school or way to teach you to try to deliver this information in a manner that people can understand or a manner that entices them 
to investigate. And I think that's what, what I try to, at best, that's all I can try to do is create curiosity, plant some seeds, some alternative thinking, and see if the audience runs with it. You know, the, or the individual who listens uh, to these, because you archive them. So there's people listening to our interviews. You and I have been together f- for over two years. And uh, I'm sure some of that stuff's archived. Oh, but, yeah, uh, it is. The, what I'm going to propose, again, at, at first sounds shocking and no way outlandish. And who is this clown? <laughs> you probably get, <laughs> probably get a lot of that, uh, especially first-time listeners. If the audience that's listened to me, you and I, our discussions, two and a half plus years, they're used to it. But there's a sophisticated connection, and I'll connect the dots like I try to do in the in these segments. There's a connection between the corporate food industry, which pretty much dominates. Uh, I'm focusing on, let's say, United States economic system or the United States culture. You know, it's different in Europe and so forth. But in the United States, the corporate food industry, and the music industry. Mm. And in a manner that that no one suspects. And the way I'm presenting this material, I am not saying that corporate food industry, executives, the employees, or the executives, employees of the music industry, that they're in cahoots, that they're behind closed doors planning this either. But unbeknownst to the two industries and all the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, involved in the food and music industry, that there is a unseen influence that is able to manipulate those industries combined, and it affects each and every human being that partakes of this food and music. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds bizarre. So you want me to? No, it doesn't really. It's all—it's all about the frequencies, right? It's all about the energies. It's all about uh, the transmutation that occurs between certain um, hertz that are being played, uh, a, you know, with music. So I could, we, we we know that certain frequencies affect water and the freezing of water. We know that, uh, um, you know, I mean, why not? I mean, plants are what like a majority of the of the plant is is water like 80% of it or so right same just just like we are yeah so uh it's it's all interrelated but uh, the complexities the, the reason why I want to bring this up is try to help create a tapestry or a image of just what is going on behind the scenes and how all of us are affected uh on this planet, the, the human race. And I'm thoroughly convinced with the research being done and ancient writings, uh, older preserved archeological findings that others, other civilizations also have been aware of kind of uh, <clears throat> say the an alien agenda that that's been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. But, the whole ancient alien thing, right? Yeah, and and then we're dealing with we're dealing with intelligence and strategies that are off the chart, and we're kind of the new kids on the block. Let's let's say as far as humans, and uh, our ability to comprehend 
scientific or military strategies. Uh, we just don't have the knowledge base, sophistication, nor are we old enough to be able to, it's, it's really unfair when, when you think about it. Any kind of Hollywood type sci-fi movie, especially if it's a franchise um, that's been successful over the years, it only is a crude attempt to fantasize a storyline about an alien race trying to take over Earth or humans. What I think what's happening in real life just dwarfs anything that the best writers of Hollywood could produce. So let me start with the food. Neonicotinoids, which are very prevalent, again, say United States and Canada, uh, to a certain extent Mexico, North America, agriculture, is a class of neuroactive insecticides. They're derivatives of nicotine, the mm -hmm. nicotine molecule. Well, two of the biggest players in the neonicotinoid insecticide production started in 1980s with shell oil. Hmm. 1990, 10 years later, bear pharmaceutical gets involved. So right there, your spidey senses should start to go up, go, wait a minute. What's a global, very powerful, and you look at the origin of shell, petroleum, and bear pharmaceutical, these two global giants, uh, very politically involved and ultimately who ends up owning these Fortune 100 companies such as these two. What are they doing involved in agriculture and the production of insecticides? That's your, should be your first clue or red flag that goes up. Well, some of the popular insecticides, clothinidin and thiamethoxam, they are uh, agonists. They affect us in a physiological response. Both plants, animals, and, and humans, but uh, plants and, and humans, the neonicotinoids affect the nuclear factor kappa B. What that is, is that's the ability for the body to transcript genes needed for our immune system, our immune system response. Well, these insecticides have a negative impact and it downregulates the activity of this transfer factor, nuclear factor kappa B, which means it makes it very difficult for us to produce an immune system response. That's why it's so effective on the insects when this is sprayed on crops. It, it, it kills their immune system and they die. While we eat the food that's been absorbed, surrounded by, sprayed upon, so we also biologically ingest these insecticides just like the insects do. In fact, studies have been performed that when an area has been uh, arrested, a 
agricultural section, either for studies or for reclamation of the soil, trying to rebuild the microorganisms. Uh, say an area wants to go back to organic uh, or build the soil health. Three years later, after applications have been stopped, these insecticides are still active. Three years later, still in, in the soil. So we have a, a situation where a commercial food industry uh, does chemical applications with corporations, probably looking at their history and look at their charter, their overall, overall behavior isn't the, maybe the most favorable towards humanity. I don't know. I'm trying to put this politely because uh, obviously there's really smart and good people that work for these corporations. I'm not picking on them at all. But you look at the, the, the motive, the economic motive, the industrial motive to bring products to market, the grocery store structure, the supply chain. It's just a series of, of events, but it's poisoning the earth, including us. Now, what's interesting is the biological processes that occur in living organisms involve a number of delicate interactions, interactions between proteins, DNA regulators, and small molecules. Each of these processes involve energy transfer. Uh, between molecules and in the interactions, the proteins, DNAs, and uh, catalysts, say catalysts, chemicals, enzymes, amino acids. This phenomenon of energy transfer and the, the study of the, the physics involved in this uh, particular reference is resonant recognition model, RRM, resonant recognition model. What that is, is that's a, a study of how electromagnetic radiation affects biological systems. Well, we're a biological system, plants and animals. This is a biological planet. So, Electromagnetic ra radiation from low frequencies, extremely low frequencies, ELF, radio frequencies, microwaves like our cell phone uh, towers, infrared, visible light, and ultraviolet all affect these biological processes. Well, several studies have been done in, in recent years talking about this radio uh, resonant recognition model in reference to radio frequencies. So just regular radio frequencies, we all listen to the radio, or, you know, some type of MP3 file or iTunes, whatever it might be. But you can look in um, journals of microbiology, biotech, food science, they did a study on 
two particular frequencies, the 172 to 581 hertz and 86 to 839 hertz. These are audible music uh, tonalities. And these musical tones, audible musical tones, are able to significantly affect microbial growth and production of certain key metabolites. And they studied multitude of microbes. So when these microbes were introduced to these audible musical tones, chords, they were able to influence the growth and production of key metabolites that were released by these microorganisms. So these microorganisms that were studied, they're in our gut biome, each and every one of us. They come through the food supply. So here we have microorganisms in our crucial gut biome. You have a lot of expertise in that. With, with your knowledge base over the years, V. But these microorganisms in our gut biome are directly influenced by audible music frequencies. So that, to me, is very concerning. That uh, music and the regulation of tones, chords, can actually trigger or program these microbes in the gut biome to excrete certain biological processes. The stomach, for example, is probably the largest neuroendocrine organ and your gastrointestinal tract. We have secretions of bioactive peptides that are released into our blood and neighboring cells. What's interesting is this uh, neuroendocrine is also affected by the 50, 60 hertz electrical grid. That could be a whole nother discussion back in the days with uh, Tesla and Edison. And you had the, the big uh, tycoons back then that were involved. You had Westinghouse and JP Morgan and Carnegie and the others. But there's a reason why in the United States, for example, our electrical grid was picked to operate between 50 and 60 hertz. Other, mm. other frequency modalities could have been picked, but it wasn't. Um, that wasn't by accident. Looking back, it's, it's not good because 50 and 60 hertz is not a frequency that the body resonates well. Interesting. It, it's it's not healthy. Let me just put it that way. So your uh, your neuroendocrine is part of the gut brain access, the GBA, the gut brain access, mm -hmm. and that's really important because your gut, your stomach, your intestines communicates. It's a bi-directional communication between your brain, your neural network, and your gut. Yeah. And that, that bi-directional communication between your central and enteric nervous system. Mm -hmm. So it's linking... Your uh, second brain, which is your gut. 
your gut. And and what's interesting is the oh I I know this is going to sound strange. There, there's two in a way. There's two brain processes in the body. No, there is. I mean, your 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 gut has uh, a significant amount of neurons in your gut. You know, uh, uh, so it literally is your second brain, and it's fueled. And what's vital for it is the gut biome to be intact with full integrity. Right. So it's it. I, well, I'm kind of stuttering here. I think what happens is out of the two, out of the two neural network systems, the gut neural network system is older. Yes, it is. Than the brain. Yeah. Well, think about uh, biology. What this means is most likely the primary neural network, the the thinking process or mode of operation, it's more in your gut than in, in the cranium head area. Mm. Oh. Um, boy, this is... I got to try to stay on track and but tie this together. It's not e- it's not easy. When I do these shows, I mean, it's, we're, we're talking eight to nine hours of notes and studying, and I, I still kind of mess up when when we go live. It's it's not easy for me to connect these dots. Uh, I even get lost even when I've rehearsed and have done research. But the the gut center the the gut brain is the older and it's more natural. It's grounded to the earth and it's comprised of bacteria and microbes mm-hmm. from the earth. Yes. The brain, the brain is more <clears throat> off planet. Interesting. By design. And the brain is more of a uh, communicating processing center that engages with the etheric field that I mentioned mm. many times, which is off planet and not in this dimension. Yeah. So we, all, we we have like two brains going on in the body. One is a very old ancient brain that's based on organisms, components of earth, of soil. Sure. The brain in the cranium is a processing center, but it works off planet. Because it's connected to the etheric field, which is a, a, in a, in a way it's a material form, but it's, it's off planet. Uh, Today, when they're mimicking this alternative matrix, they talk about the cloud when you're dealing with a computer system, algorithms or files. So people can relate to that because we were in, in touch with it on a regular basis. If, if you have a video or pictures, it might not be stored on your phone or, or your laptop, but it's stored in the cloud. And people are like, oh, I kind of know what that means. There's, you have these servers. It could be in Europe and different parts of the United States or elsewhere. And your data is spliced up and stored. But when you go to recall that information, the network is able to gather all that and then send or broadcast the image or video. And to you, it worked seamlessly because the information was held in the cloud. Well, the etheric field is also a cloud, much more sophisticated and advanced, obviously, but that's where our consciousness 
is derived from. That's where all uh, memory, it's like a historical record, a library. The brain in, the, in our head, that accesses that, but the gut biome is a earth brain. So you have two different neural networks residing in the same body, human body. The question is, which one is more dominant? For bodily functions and the organic human, it's the gut. Right? Yeah. It's not, the, it's not the brain in the head, the cranium. It's the one in the stomach and the intestines. Right. That runs, the, mm. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is in this gut-brain access, it's communicating. Our stomach, our intestines, communicating with with the brain, and in that communication, uh, in the neural, you have endocrine, which is hormones. We have our immune system, which I talked about earlier, with your nuclear factor kappa B, and then you have the humoral links, which is antibodies. Yeah. So if if our gut biome has been compromised. Let's say it's unknowingly by the food industry, but if, if there is an, some type of alien agenda to co-op mankind and affect us, maybe hold us hostage or engineer us for a, a purpose other than our original design, you would want to dominate and affect the gut biome. 100%. That's how you brain. not not the cranial brain. Yeah, if you're if you have an alien agenda and want to dominate this species and this planet, you mm-hmm. infiltrate the gut brain neural network. Yeah, that, that's how you do it. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me because the gut brain, when you look at it, man, it's like that is the source of your immune function. Number one, number two, I, I, it's also the source of your of your instinct, right? The, the your sense of danger, your sense of 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 uh, hey you know what there's danger ahead there's uh, you know the 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 risk aspect of things of survival in its rawest sense is based there, and this is why you have people that have no sense of awareness number one, and their immune systems are absolutely destroyed their gut biome right absolutely wrecked and destroyed, and the latest crop of people who've had their gut biomes even further destroyed through vaccinations and whatnot. Yes. I mean, it has really done a number, but you're absolutely right. You want to hit the nail on the head. You want to take down a population. You don't need to worry about the brain, kill the gut and then the brain will follow. Correct. So what happens is the first, the first time there, there's <laughs> this, infor- this information, uh, is, is stopped from being broadcast, unfortunately. It, it's, it's very difficult to get this information out to people. I did a video. I had over 400 videos plus removed from YouTube over the years, you know, and I, I just gave up on YouTube. That's why I switched over to Odyssey. You've had to do the same thing. Yeah. It's like anytime people speak truth or they're, they're over the target, I mean, they get deplatforming, yanked immediately. Well, that's uh, what, because we are a bunch of racist transphobes, Jeff. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Especially CJ. He's the biggest racist I know. Is he? And he's a transform. And he's not He's not an ally. You heard me, CJ. I called you that. You're not an ally. I but, hear you. Yeah. 
So, so today, I guess, would the three of us be classified as domestic terrorists? Probably. We are. We are. So, the, uh, one of the the videos, I thought it would get more views, or maybe it did, and they, I think they could alter views to make it look like it they wasn't. They do. Yeah. The views are absolutely suppressed. I mean, we are getting back our YouTube channel officially in the next, I'd say by the end of this month, we should be back. I mean... We have. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. They 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 take us off, then they put us back on the naughty list. Then they take us off. Then they take a strike off. Then they put the strike back on. It is what it is. But hopefully soon we should be back in full full swing. Well, what, one of the videos that seemed to get me in trouble the first time, and I thought, why? What? It was. I thought it was a a fascinating video and i don't think i archived it on a thumb drive unfortunately i'll, I'll have to check but for those uh, i don't think any of you saw it it was it was a video about addictions do you do you realize any addiction you might have now i'm just going to give some illustrate illustrations you you said i'm free on your platform mm-hmm. I, I, I try to watch my language and everything you, I, can, I wanna, you, can, you can say whatever you want man I, I want to treat this material respectfully and I don't want to turn anyone off, but, but this is true. I'm going to be very frank and honest. I always have been with you, CJ and the audience Ad- addictions. If it's addictions, uh, sexual predictions, uh, addictions, pornography, mm-hmm. if it's addictions to, to food, uh, comfort foods or or s- snacks and and people these unhealthy f- foods and and they're overweight addictions to drugs whether it's pharmaceutical addictions you know uh, pain reliever addictions or street drugs alcohol uh, shopping someone who's a shopaholic a- any type of addiction I don't think people realize do you know all addictions stem from the gut. Yeah. Gut biome. It's not in the brain. It's not in the, it's addictions are driven. By... Isn't that amazing? It makes perfect bloody sense because when, I, I mean, I've heard of a, a, of a doctor who was a DO, a doctor in osteopathic medicine where he was treating people who were addicted to alcoholism. And the way he got around that was increasing their gut biome and jacking them with omega threes. And all of a sudden they, they don't have the, the 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 craving for the drink anymore. That's right. So anything, even, even you think of, well, what, what's pornography? How, how can the gut biome be linked to per, per, pornography? Someone can say, well, I can maybe see food or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Or no. What happens is people keep forgetting. That's that's the older, first primary brain. No, the primal brain. The primal brain, right. So... What happens is um, sex, sexual activity, for example, is primal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coded in the D- DNA because if, if it wasn't, you would be in jeopardy of a, a species not procreating, replicating. Yeah. So you have the original designs, uh, and it's done through your endocrine, your hormone. This is especially nowadays. Oh my man, you mentioned this, this topic, this, (laughs) but um, if this system is balanced or or functioning close to my air, you can't see me on on the video, but I'm doing air quotes, normal or natural, you have hormone 
if your hormones are in balance with your endocrine, you're, you're excreting hormones flowing through the body, again, which uh, these peptides and bloods in neighboring cells affect our reality where you have a teenage boy attracted to a teenage girl or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is all part of the gut flora and the gut brain, the primal older brain, which is sim- uh, rooted in, I don't want to, I'll use the term animalistic, but I don't mean that in a negative way, but uh, how animals are able to, uh, they have instinct, but they're able to, uh, they find a mate and, and a lot of animals, they mate for life. And then uh, maybe the male or female turns guarding the young or if someone lays eggs and then the male heats them and guards. There, there's this symbiotic relationship. We're, we're related. We're in the same, we're in an animal kingdom. Yeah, is- absolutely. Yeah. That, that same drivers are, are in effect here with us as well as humans. Right. So, so your, your sexual drive related to excretion of hormones and that's all comes from the gut, not the yeah. brain. No, so, that's right. So, but what, what about happened? the effects of, of of pornography, especially hardcore pornography, upon the brain? When the neuroscientists take a look at it, they see that it, it within the brain itself, it, it it's it's blazing the same neuropathic uh, uh, neurological pathways as heroin or cocaine. The same yes. pathways in the brain we're seeing it is that a not the cause, but an actual reactive symptom of what is occurring within the gut. Yes. So what happens is we've had for over 7,000 years of recorded history. What I'm telling you is in, 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 the, in the lab, this in testing, we have alien, foreign, synthetic, highly advanced artificial gut biome that's invaded all of our systems. And it's been passed down through the birth canal the umbilical cord. Hmm. We have an alien gut biome that's been implanted within us when we were born. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's through the umbilical cord. My question would be then it is because the mother has been drugged up. The mother has been, you know, using um, pharmaceutical medications throughout her life, vaccinations throughout her life. Well, processed foods, genetically modified foods, uh, would that be the cause of it? Well, how how far do you want me to go? Let's go deep, man. Let's do it. I mean, all know, right, I got, I, I got a bit of a medical background, so we can we can have some fun with this. Okay, well, I, uh, I have your I have your permission. I should have asked the two of you before we got on air. I didn't because this is this is your show, and I need to be respectful. And with your audience, so Jet, let's settle this once and forever. Whenever you come on, it is no holes barred. Okay, there's no rules. The only rule is you have to wear a shirt when you're on when you're on the air. That's it. Okay, pants are optional, but you have to wear a shirt at least. I got that covered. Okay, good. All right. Um, There's no way around us but to mention this, and. Bear, not you, but the audience, bear with me. Genesis, the second chapter, Mm. talks about an event 
whether whether the, the and it's all over the place. People think that this is a, a storyline allegory or well, however your your point of reference is, just bear with me. It still works with what I'm about to say. In this storyline in Genesis, the second chapter, it talks about uh, you have Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and so forth. And in that situation, there wasn't any aging, sickness, or death. There, there was plenty of uh, food to eat. There's also in these ancient texts clues that we've I've really specialized and concentrated on 11 years now with field theory. There's a lot of clues in these ancient texts talking about hidden sciences. Absolutely. But they're using poetic language that's that disguises it. But if you know how to read mm. these texts and from a, a mindset of field theory science, you're like, oh, wow, this is what they're saying. This is what this means. The waterways uh, in that Garden of Eden talks about the waters of life. And it was describing energized water. So in this area, this Garden of Eden, what it's describing is a very pristine biological, ecological balanced system. So the impression is the land was very fruitful. You had a very healthy microorganism community in the soil, so very healthy soil. And water was not only clean, but energized. And we're learning, we've learned how to energize water. Now we're learning how to program water once it's been energized. Water has memory. We know how to erase the memory. Correct. And implant new memory with energized water. They had that there. That's what these scriptures are referring to when it talks about the waters of life. So when a human is in an environment where you have a very balanced biological microorganism, healthy soil, and energized water that's programmed and involves sunlight, proper sunlight that hasn't been interfered with, with atmospheric spraying. That's another topic. Hint, hint. Sure. Okay. Then the human body does very well. And in that environment, the, the biological human body doesn't age. Mm. It doesn't succumb to disease because the cells and the molecular structure is at ease. It's not at disease. It's at ease. When the cells are at ease, there is no disease. So there's no aging, no disease. Genesis, the second chapter talks about there was a non-human encounter, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Talks about this serpent. Yep. It doesn't necessarily... Mo mean, most would think that that's a that's a crawling snake. Yeah, so, yeah say, it doesn't necessarily mean a black garden snake. <laughs> no, I mean, people tend a reptilian to visualize that. is more like it. Oh, okay, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so we get into this, and that's another discussion. What what is a serpent? Does it mean a garden snake? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, that I, I don't want to get off into the weeds here. Get that's pun intended. Get it weeds. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, in this storyline, if you read this very carefully, here we have an we have a an alien interaction because the reference is this is not a carbon based human that's addressing Eve. No, this is a silicon based organism. Oh, okay, that's 
that scientifically I'm starting, we're starting to find this out. Yep. Uh, but the information we're, we're keeping this under wraps right now because it's way too controversial and I don't want to get in trouble. And, but let's, uh, I give you an A V let's put that on the shelf for now. Yep. So you, you have the, this, this entity, whatever it is, it's communicating with Eve. What's very interesting, it communicates with Eve, not with Adam. So it waits till they're separated and Eve's alone. And then there's communication that takes place. And it's not one or two. This is over weeks, months, could be years. Could we be. We don't know this timeline. But this is very strategic in a, in a relationship. And a conversation relationship takes place over weeks, months, perhaps years. Adam's not aware of it. Right. Think about it in the beginning. What this alien entity does is it is it encourages Eve to eventually do what? Mentioned in Genesis, the second chapter. Eating the fruit. Of? The tree of knowledge. Knowledge of good and bad. Yep. Okay. Here's here's what's happened. This, I talked about this with, with your group on your, for about an hour and a half yesterday. Um. Would no one ask, and I, I don't know why this this is, and I don't mean to get anyone upset. This is just something to consider. People that uh, that are familiar with this account, who've read the scriptures, or maybe they're of a particular religious distinction, they've read it hundreds, thousands of times. Every every single one that I've run into V over the decades of this, everyone has failed to ask one of the most important questions, profound questions that affect all humanity. You want to know what it is? Yeah, go ahead. According to this account, they were supposed to respect and avoid partaking from the tree of knowledge of good and bad. Mm-hmm. The pronouncement was: if you partake of this tree, you positively will will die. Right. This alien interaction says, uh, actually, that's a lie. You will not die. Uh, in fact, if you partake of this, you'll be, be like God. Died, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What no one ever asks. Why I don't know why this is. Eve partook of this tree of knowledge of good and bad, didn't she? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so according to this storyline, this this account here, she partook of it first. Later, Adam did, but she did first. Yeah. A lot of people assume they partook together at the same time. No, they didn't. She did first. Oh, yes, yes, that makes that clear. Okay, there's a lot. That right there. Okay, it's you might know deep. where I'm going. I know yeah. exactly. Okay, God, this, this is deep. There's a lot of juice okay. in what you said between that first sentence yes. and then the second sentence. It's just the same amount of juice when we read in, in, in Genesis chapter 1 where it says, uh, and the earth was void and darkness was on the face. And then God said, let there be light, which is basically, again, there's a lot of juice there showing there was a judgment here, a civilization that was wiped out and here is the earth is being recreated again. So just like that, that one sentence jet that you mentioned, that one verse between those two sentences, oh my God, go for it. Okay. 
So here, we're using forensics, but we're also we're also breaking down and we're slowing down the reading and understanding of these accounts because it's crucial. Everyone blows right past them and they miss everything. Especially modern day churchianity. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Just throw that out the window. We know garbage. That that, yeah, and it's it's really been a detriment to society, unfortunately. Yep. But there are truth, vital truths contained in these ancient texts. If you just know how to read and meditate and think these, this through, Eve partakes of this first. Mm. It wasn't together. Right. Adam wasn't there. Right. Now, according to this timeline, there's it doesn't say, again, people assume wrong on this. It doesn't say what the time span was between when Eve partook of the tree and then Adam did. It doesn't say. No, it doesn't say at all. Right. A lot of people assume that it was maybe the same day, the next day. No, it wasn't. Uh-uh. Nope. Months, if not years, probably went by. Wow. Between the taking. Okay? She okay. took it first. What? Then, then later, Adam. This is all, follow me now. This is very important. The question that no one asks that they forget is, she partook of the tree of knowledge of good and bad. What was the knowledge she got? That's a good question. Uh-huh. How come no how come no one knows that answer? I do. How come no one else knows that answer? My question, V, is how could you not ask that question? If you've read this account hundreds yeah. of thousands of times and your third, fourth generations claim sure. to be Christian, and we know that Judaism and Islam, they're all related because they all go back to Abraham. Right. The Abrahamic faith. Abraham, right, and his contemporary Job, and they were all servants of the same monotheistic God of, of the sacred writings, the Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek scriptures. No one asked that question. When I was a kid, I asked that question with my parents. I go, wait a minute. She partook of the tree of knowledge of good and bad. That means she got knowledge. She got knowledge. She got knowledge. How come no one asked what, what was the knowledge she got? Yeah, what was that knowledge, Jack? And then later, Adam partook, and he got the same knowledge. She had it first. She probably had it for months, if not years, before he did. What mm. was it that, that she got? When you find the answer to that question, which took me over 40 years to finally figure it out, it will not only blow your mind, it will explain everything of human reality, Yeah, what's happening today, why humanity is in serious, serious trouble because sure. of the alien agenda. And part of this process of what took place at the Garden of Eden, mm. there was a technology involved mm -hmm. that's been passed to all of us through the umbilical cord and the birth canal. Okay. Okay. What what is that technology? That before we get to that technology, yeah. I want you to tell us what was the knowledge that she received? Because obviously she was comfortable with her having this fruit. We'll call it a fruit, but we know it's some sort of concoction. 
right? Some sort of bioengineered, who knows what it is, right? But she ate it. And she was fine with her eyes being open. She was completely comfortable with being naked, exposed, and being very cognizant of her fallen state. What did she know, Jet? This, look, a couple things. One is I want to talk to you in private. Mm. When I talk to you in private, I want to see if if you think this should be on your show on the air. Yeah. And if I do, th- this this will need this this wouldn't I the answer to this question could be a four show episode. It is so co- complicated and f- explains everything that we've been experiencing for over 7,000 plus years of recorded history. Mhm including what's going on right now with the World Economic Forum mm-hmm. and CERN today. What's happening today on CERN? They just no. turned it back on. And what are they doing today? I, I, it, was I, turned on, it was turned on last week, but what's happening today? That it hasn't they, already happened. What are they doing? I, I don't know what the, exactly what they're doing okay. today. So what they're doing today. Are, is, are they colliding atoms again? Yeah, live today at the highest level in its history. It's happening today if it didn't nice. already. Very nice. What are they Great. up to? It's all connected, V. This. Right. This is so. Look, let me ask you this: the whole thing with Eve. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why Cain killed Abel, Mm -hmm. and I believe that Cain is not the son of Adam. I think there was something going on between Eve and that serpent. Something happened. There's. Yeah, like I'm, I'm 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 looking at it through a very opaque glass, and I'm grasping for phantoms here, but something's off about this whole entire Cain and Abel. Something's really off with Eve and her relationship with the serpent. Well, one of, one of the things that I just discuss, and I only I will only hit around this. Eve was approached first. And technically, only Eve was approached by the serpent, as as we discussed earlier. Think that process through. Yeah, she partakes of the tree of knowledge first. All this is introduced to Adam later by Eve. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's set mm-hmm. throughout history. There's been a female sorority. Of course, there has been. The cult of Isis that stems Roth that stems from her. Yeah. Okay. Everyone thinks men rule the world, and you have all these Illuminati and the Knights of Malta. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. You know who's always controlled everything for over seven thousand years? It's been this female order. Okay, that's interesting. Now, what does that have to do with, um, I mean, we, we are in a, especially the West is in this whole matriarchal death spiral. That's and, smoke screen. And what is the uh, the connection with CERN and the, and the Hadron Collider? Okay, I'm going to, two other, let me give you two or three other points 
that's connected to CERN mm. related to this. Um, and then off the air, we, I can discuss in, in private in some detail. And you let me know if this is material that should go live or just be kept. Because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that, that I said, remember when you and I did your Patreon accounts? Yeah. And that, that was a more private audience. That This is more public. And then you're about to go on YouTube live again. So I uh, want to be careful with that. The um, three things to consider that will unlock all the mysteries of, of the universe and explain what's going on. One is answer the question, what knowledge did Eve get that God didn't want her to have? She did get it. She got knowledge when she partook of that tree of knowledge of good. But what was that knowledge? Second is, why are two snowflakes never the same? When a water molecule freezes and turns into a solid crystal, a snowflake, why are two snowflakes never the same? The third question is an account in Luke, the eighth chapter. Yeah. Now, towards the end of Luke, the eighth chapter, let me give you this scenario. It's very important. Again, people blow right past through this account and they never think in, in depth, which is a problem of humanity. It's always been, a, it's, most of mankind only thinks first layer. They don't dig into layer after layer like an onion. Sure. So in Luke, the eighth chapter, towards the end, there's a, a woman. And Luke, remember, is a physician. Yeah. He was a, a doctor, a college-educated physician. So when you read in Luke, it's interesting because Luke's account gives you a perspective from a doctor. Mm-hmm. The other, the other accounts, they weren't physicians. So Luke mentions in the eighth chapter this woman who had a moderate to heavy flow of blood for 12 years. Now, when you read, read these accounts, she had exhausted all of her funds because yeah. she went to doctor after doctor after doctor. They, they couldn't find out why she had this consistent flow of blood. So she was bankrupt at this time of Luke the eighth chapter. In fact, indications show she probably had less than a year left to live. Her energy level, think about it, her iron loss and the, the minerals, when you, you have a constant flow of blood, it's not stopping 12 years. Yeah. So she's got months, if not the last year to live, financially destitute. Now, back in that culture, there weren't any such thing as food stamps or Section 8 HUD housing or Social Security. So... This is life or death situation when you're broke. And it depends what your family structure is. If you don't have any husband, uh, sons to take care of you, it, it's, a, it's a rough go back then. So she's mm. desperate. She finds out where Jesus is going to be, and it's a couple-day journey to get there. Uh, you know, there wasn't any Uber or Lyft back then, right? So she's going on foot, and her, she's extremely weak, and her health is compromised. She knows death is coming. This is her last shot, V of remedying this situation, she's got to confront or be in, in the presence of Jesus. If you read yeah. these historical accounts, this is a story. No one gets this. They just blow right past it. They're not thinking of all the details of what this lady went through and how desperate she was. Now, at that time of Jesus' ministry, and most pockets, of, Jesus was pretty popular. 
You know, there are many times when he's talking, there's 10, 12, 20,000 plus people at a time. Yeah. In fact, by now, in this account, words of Jesus have been reported in Asia, what we call today China, Japan. Sure. The Koreas. So this is merchants. This this is a pretty popular individual. Um, of course, back in Jerusalem in the temple and the hierarchy of the Sadducees and Pharisees, they're not taking particularly kind his popularity and the fact that he's drawing large crowds because of his fascinating teaching techniques, the knowledge he had of the ancient texts, and the fact that he's performing miracles. This was the hottest show on earth. Yeah. This time. So she finds out where he's headed, his itinerary. She plans days in advance to get there, barely gets there. And Luke, the eighth chapter, shows that this large crowd, again, Jesus is speaking, teaching. Uh, not that he's, I don't mean this by any chance that it's a carnival, a sideshow. This is a very serious situation, but he's healing individuals. The account shows that she sneaks in, she gets closer and closer. And what does she do? I don't know if you, it does, it's okay if you don't remember, I'll say. Do you remember? Uh, she grabbed the hem of his garment, right? Ah, yes. So what happens is she gets gets close enough. She touches his outer garment. And immediately he says, who touched me? Mm -hmm. And the apostles and the others go, what? He said, who touched me? Mm -hmm. And they're like, what the? And they they go, "Uh, Jesus, what are you talking about? There's like thousands of people here. We're hemmed in. A lot of people touched you. He goes, no, I felt an energy draw. Somebody touched me. Who touched me? At that point, thousands of you could hear a pin drop. Silent. He wants to know who touched his garment. Someone touched me. He felt an energy flow. Massive energy drain. Now Hmm. the situation has turned. People start to separate and pull away. They're wondering what's going on. She is shaking like a leaf on a tree. Because she knows that she's been caught there's no way out she thinks she's in serious trouble yeah so she comes trembling to jesus and and she doesn't want to say in a loud voice right it's embarrassing but she mm-hmm. discusses she says it was me lord whatever yeah. how she addressed it, it was me i've been afflicted 12 years i've had this flow of blood i'm near death i'm bankrupt I was so desperate. I knew that if I got in your presence, if I just touched your garment, I would be healed, right? So yep. the account's written. Yeah. So what go ahead. so what what he say? He said, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. What this account shows, it's very interesting. He wanted to know where his energy draw, where it went. Where did that energy go? When he found out it was for an honorable purpose Mm. and it was a massive issue because he felt that energy draw to fix whatever was wrong with her and she had noble intent and the the amount of faith that she had months left to live, she was bankrupt. It took her several days to get there. He, when he found out the scoop, he had mercy, he had empathy, and he sanctioned that draw of energy. It went to a good purpose. He said, I'm okay with it. I give you 100% approval. You did nothing wrong. In fact, you're healed. That issue will never happen to you again, right? 
Right. That's what happens. So what happens is the third. Oh, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. No, no. We're we're you know uh, getting we're getting pressed for time. Oh, I'm sorry. I need you to I need you to touch on three things. Okay. Number one, what did Eve know? If you can give us a hint on that. Number two, this uh, female death cult that's been in the background. Yep. And uh, the and the and th- number three, the connection to CERN. Those are the three things, uh, and we have about like five minutes left. We got to wrap up, but if you could touch base on that, man, go for it. And you don't have to give all of it away right now. We can, we can bring you on the following week to to get deeper into it. Okay, so the, the, just to finish this up, there's energy that goes from counter space through each and every. If you're an organic, a human, plant, or animal, energy is passing through us. It's coming right. from counter space. This account, Luke, the eighth chapter shows. There's consequences. When energy is passing through us, we're stewards of energy. It's not our energy, but the energy energizes us that we have this holographic experience we call life. If we misuse this energy that's cycling through us, this account, Luke 8, chapter shows the energy must be justified and allocated for a good purpose. If it's not, if it's wasted, if it's squandered, or if it's for evil purposes— yeah, you got some big trouble because there's a whole reality that's not human that we're all going to have to answer to. So okay. that I just want to bring that up. So now, uh, Eve, what knowledge she got a a knowledge that once she had this concept of this knowledge, it has imprisoned mankind, and we ain't getting out of it unless we get non-human intervention. She understood a concept that was delivered to her by this serpent Mm -hmm. that trapped the human consciousness, the brain part, the the brain and the cranium Mm -hmm. that that is our consciousness and connected to our spirituality. Mm -hmm. It imprisoned, the knowledge that she got was an understanding of a system that now imprisoned all of humanity and she also got alien technology that's in the gut biome. And when she gave birth, all of us have gotten that technology passed down through us through the umbilical cord. Can you give us a, a hint as to what this technology is? Yes, this technology, this technology is a microorganism mm. that resides in our gut biome mm-hmm. that can do- that dominates our gut biome and it's sending signals to override our brain or no, to get us to behave in such a manner that disconnects us from the source of energy that I mentioned earlier in Luke, the eighth chapter mm-hmm. that gets us disconnected from source. We're supposed to function as a human society in a certain manner, right? Energy flow coming from counter space through us, and it's grounded through the earth and through the star systems, in our case, our sun, it cycles. This foreign gut biome that's been passed on from generation to generation interferes with the gut brain, which is yeah. the older primate, and it, it's, it interrupts us and disconnects us from source. Yeah, do we have a name for this biome? Is it like, I mean, you know, we have a rhombus, we have acidophilus, we have bifidus, we have all these names for these different types of gut uh, bacteria. Is there a specific strain that this is known as that is not of no, this it's, earth? 
it's it's no, it's cloaked to mimic. It looks it looks organic. It looks natural, but it's not. It's alien. So the the human scientists don't know it's alien. It looks like it's always been here, but it's not. But what happens is it, it's influenced. It's it's influenced through electromagnetic frequency oscillations. So in the music, look, there's something that happened November fifth, twenty twenty one, in mm-hmm. Houston. November 5th, you had a Travis yeah, Scott. Yeah, you had the Travis Scott Music Festival, right? Yeah. Now, what happens is, and, and time's short, that's, uh, I, I, I apologize. This is just too difficult. I can't cram this in in an hour. The frequency modulations that were taking place were dissonant intervals. Yeah, it was. That's why a lot of people were killed over, puking yes. their brains out. Others had heart attacks, others dropped dead. Right. Yeah. Because what happens is consonant intervals are brain and our body functions. These are these are simple whole number ratios. One point five, uh, one quarter, four to five ratio, two to three ratio. These are beats and tonalities that our brain patterns can recognize. When you have dissonant intervals, the, the notes don't sound they don't sound seem to uh, agree with one another. And it's irregular frequency patterns. It's like one point four. Yeah. 1.412. It's not 1.5. So what happens is the signaling of this music interacts with this gut biome that's been enhanced by these operating systems that, they, that they've been calling these injections the last two plus years. This is all connected with an, I know this sounds, this is a silicon base operating system that coincides with this ancient operating system we've had in our gut biome that's been passed on through every mother, through the umbilical cord that's that's been injected over 7,000 years ago. Now it's an operating system that these injections have larger components of, let's say this hardware, if you want to use computer terms, this, mm-hmm. is, this is silicon-based. Now they're able to influence people through music yeah. and through the telecommunication, the 5 and 6G system. Yeah soon to be the 7G, which I can show how this is all. Now, I'll, I'll uh, end with this. CERN uh, CERN today is leveraging this electromagnetic emitter that I said is in our solar system. Yeah, that's right. That emitter is back in, in, in play. That's why it's in play. That's why CERN was built. V, this is so complicated. I, I, no, it, okay. Let, 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 I know we got to go. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want you to finish this thought. Okay. The, the the electromagnetic emitter, which 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 goes around, you know, our solar system is back in play into our solar system. Yes. it's near the Earth once again. Yes. Uh, and now because of that emitter, that that is a cloaked emitter that is alien. Okay, meaning not extraterrestrial, gray with big eyes, but alien in the sense of we're talking about interdimensional intelligence operating here. Yes, and now all of a sudden the 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 the, the dingbats who run the world. Decided to, to to flip the switch on CERN to turn it back on. What's the what's the relation here between that, the the emitter, CERN, our gut biome? What's going on? Okay, so uh, I can go in detail. This is just a highlight for yeah. sake of time, and then and then you tell me what you want to talk about next week or whatever next topic. I'll oh, go okay, on. yeah. Ne- ne- next topic is going to be next week is going to be <laughs> more details on Eve, the alien gut biome, CERN. Okay. The emitter. That's going to be for next week. But go ahead. Give us the, the highlight on this one. Okay. So what I'm saying is uh, there's a lot of speculation what CERN is. They knew with these supercomputers, as the supercomputers got more advanced, the supercomputers, early stages of AI, knew that this 
Black Star, this electromagnetic emitter was inbound. Yeah. Around 8081. That's when they started building underground facilities because the computer simulation showed the earth is going to be terraformed. This is what happened pre-flood days in Noah's day. Sure. Same electromagnetic emitter. This electromagnetic emitter, it affects planets. It takes 20 years to charge a planet. So if you want to call this an advanced, I call it an advanced military weapon, but I could be off. This, don't quote me on this. This is like for entertainment purposes only. But when you're going to affect a planet, this, this isn't like Hollywood where something can affect a planet in, in five to seven minutes because you have a two-hour movie. This, this machine or this technology, it takes 20 years to affect a planet. When it, when they f- And it's made portal connection a little over 18 years ago. So we're right at the 20-year mark. Man, things are going to pop here on Earth. And it's absolutely catastrophic what's what's going to happen as far as the actual surface of the Earth, continental plates, and so forth. Water, fresh water supply, access, yep. mm-hmm. weather patterns. So what happens is this has been inbound. The supercomputers found this. All these governments started to heavily spend buku bucks in underground facilities. Not for you or me, but for them. Anyway, this this is all when it started going. Then CERN came into being. Oh, how 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 coincidental! The CERN project started its conception and started to be, be built, and is also in the '80s. And then out of that comes the internet. You know, CERN uh, the internet comes out of the CERN program. This isn't by accident. What they're doing is they're leveraging the electromagnetic uh, output of this electromagnetic emitter again it's very small and it's it's different than our sun but our because it emits far left to the long wave electromagnetic frequency extremely long wave where our sun uh has broader bands they're trying to leverage this because cern if it creates a portal let me tell you this it's not to let something in it's to let something out all you have to do is review Revelation, the 12th chapter. And I, I don't right. mean to be a take where I keep going back to these scriptures because the guy would be like, I thought he was a scientist. Now he sounds like a you know TV uh, you know, minister. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Look, there's a connection. I'm telling you, these ancient, these ancient writings have cloaked. If you know how to read them and you look at field theory, the answers are everywhere. And these ancient civilizations, some of these old uh, cities that have been discovered in these artifacts – all have these same clues mentioned in these scriptures. It's it's talking about the solar system harmonics and the difference between counter space uh, and our existence, the magnetic field. Oh, and I, I ran out of time. So next week, because I yeah, well, next week we got to cover it. What we're going to do is show you that connects all this together. The diagram of the hyperboloid and the Taurus. We live mm-hmm. in the magnetic Taurus portion the hyperboloid okay. which is hourglass that that's how you enter counter space so what happens is cern is being leveraged with this electromagnetic emitter that's why they built yeah. this thing in a hurry because they're trying to create i know this sounds far-fetched they're trying to create a portal but not to let anything in to let something out makes sense Makes a lot of sense. It's all, it's all related so it's fascinating Jeff, save that out. thought we're going to be back next week outer limits And when we come back, we're going to get into it, folks. 
We're really going to get into yeah. Eve, the alien gut biome tech, the massed electromagnetic emitter that has entered our solar system at the same juncture with CERN, and what exactly the heck is coming out of that portal that they're trying to open with CERN. And especially that we know that these extra-dimensional intelligences mm-hmm. love a silicon-based environment. Yep. And we are carbon-based, but the way th- people are been consuming genetically modified food as well as these recent rounds of mRNA vaccinations, things are changing very quickly. Yes, they are. Very quickly. So keep it locked right here, folks. Jet will be back next week. Same gorilla time, same gorilla channel. And with that being said, CJ, take it away. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being on. You're welcome.